Welcome to Inspiring Women with Lori McGraw. I am your host, Lori McGraw. I have spent the past 30 years in leadership, and over the years, I've come to learn one thing. Women need women, and not just any women, but inspiring women. Tune in every week to hear from women at the pinnacle of their careers and from others who are just starting out. Episodes can be found at inspiringwomen.show or subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Thanks for listening, and I hope you will be inspired. This is Inspiring Women, and I am Lori McGraw. On today's mentoring series, we're speaking with Ning Mossberger-Tang and Chuki Chen. And we're gonna, the reason I wanted to speak with Ning and Chuki this morning is because they are both involved in activism together. Now, you might remember the name Ning Mossberger-Tang because I spoke to her last year, one of my first episodes on Inspiring Women. Ning was the first female developer at Google way back when when Google, every person who worked there fit on one floor. But in 2006, she became very interested and concerned about climate change. And that led to what she does today, which is activism and social justice. And we're going to talk to Ning about what she's doing there. Now, Chuki Chen is also a Google developer herself, and she was there for six years at a different time um, than Ning. She is a very accomplished developer. She is an expert in Android and often teaches on that topic. And in addition to, to a couple startups, she now runs her own mobile development company and has recently become involved in activism. So Ning and Chuki, thank you very much for being on Inspiring Women. Thank you. Thank you, Dari. Thanks for having me back. Great. Well, let's, Ning, why don't we get started with you? You know, I, I, the two of you have similar backgrounds, but, you know, at different points in time and newly um, working together in this area of activism. So why don't we just start as a little bit, you know, from each of you, Ning, start with you. What are you doing now? What are you working on day to day today? That's a really good question. Sometimes I wonder myself. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much going on. Um, I am very active in uh, political work right now. And my main focus is really climate change and climate change mitigation. Great. And Chuki, what about you? What are you doing day to day? Well, like you said, I'm an Android developer and I work for my clients. So that will actually fluctuate from time to time. Sometimes there's more work, sometimes there's less work. Um, so I split my time between programming for my mobile company, for my clients and programming for Blue Wave Postcards, actually the uh, activism that Ning got me started with. Well, so before we go into Blue Wave, I actually want to get a little bit of the background. And it's just interesting. Both of you have similar career trajectories, if you will, sort of starting out as engineers and developers and then, you know, taking on more philanthropic activism um, types of things. So maybe we get a little career bio sketch. So Ning, I talked about a little bit about your background, you know, first female developer at Google, but then this 2006 big shift to climate change, democracy and other things. Can you give us a little bit of that background? Sure. Um, I was one of the uh, first developers in Google. I was very excited to play a role in uh, making the internet more accessible and useful for everybody. I worked in the technology career for over a decade. 
And that's when I realized in 2004 uh, that I really would like to make, uh, you know, make a difference in, in the world in maybe in, in a different different way, including doing something that will help us save the, the future of the, the planet. So in 2004, I started a foundation to focus on climate change mitigation. And 2006, I actually left my job in the technology industry to focus on uh, nonprofit and environmental work. And I also got into uh, investment uh, after a few years of doing that. And after 2016 election, after uh, you know we lost the White House in 2016, and I was very concerned about the direction that this country is going, especially related to the climate and also to the democracy, uh, the future of democracy in this country. So I had another you know wake up call and switch of career, so to speak, and focus a lot more on elections and uh, activism. And that's when I actually started Blue Wave Postcard Movement and to help us win back the White House in 2020. And we have been doing that, you know, since 2020. And uh, we did not just engage in the general election 2020, we also engaged in the Georgia runoff campaign. And after that, we continue to get engaged in uh, uh, getting postcards to the advocacy work, work for uh, democracy. Yeah, and, and I want to go into that. I want to go into that activism because clearly the, you know, Ning, as we've spoken about before, but also just your passion that comes with you talk about, um, you have said how, how precious democracy is to you, perhaps because, um, you know, just from not being from the United States originally, but also just recognizing that democracy is not something prevalent across the globe and how precious that is to you. You've made that point so clearly. You have a real um, energy around it. Clearly that's had an impact perhaps on you, Chuki. Maybe before we even go into um, that, a little bit of your background, Chuki. I mean, Google seems like a pretty good job, but that's not what you're doing right now. You started your own company. So give us a little bit of that background. Yeah, sure. Um, I started working at Google right after school. So it was my first job. And I think it just Maybe it is not awkward or weird before, but it just sounds strange to stay in the same company for your whole life. To me, I want to try different things, to see different ways of doing things. So after being at Google for six plus years, I wanted to try a startup. So I uh, joined a startup. I, I was living in Silicon Valley back then instead of Colorado. Um, so it's startup everywhere. So it's pretty easy to get a sense of how it's like to be at a startup. Um, and then after I was in the startup for a year or two, I realized that, you know what? I want to do my own thing. Like I like having a small team being able to move very quickly, but the startups I was with wasn't necessarily doing what I want. Um, so I decided to go on my own and ended up doing a lot of client work. I ended up being a solo developer rather than having, well, I guess it's a small team, a small team of one. Um, but that gives me a lot of freedom to decide how I want to use my time because I could dial up or down my client work and then I end up spending a lot of time on public speaking 
when I uh, first started my consultancy, I needed to network, I needed to meet clients. Um, and then I guess that I never thought of it as activism per se, but now that activism is on my mind, that's kind of activism because as a woman in the tech industry, it is not very, um, shall we say, it's, it's not assumed. Like when, when you go out at a conference and people see you, they don't assume that you are writing code. They assume you are doing other jobs. So I wanted to be on stage. I wanted to be visible. I want to show people that, hey, I'm a woman and I know my tech. So yeah, I guess so that, that kind of is activism. I don't know if you agree. <laughs> Well, I would say I would say that you definitely have been very active. I mean, certainly in terms of your Android courses that are available on YouTube and that are out there. I mean, they're very well viewed and just your reputation, Chuki, is certainly a um, as an Android expert. So um, it's worked with that activism has certainly worked to build um, your brand reputation as that. But then let's turn to activism more in the um, traditional sense, per se, you know, the social justice work, whether it's climate justice or focused on um, democracy in terms of just really promoting or saving, whichever the perspective is. What, what does it mean to you? Maybe Ning, we'll just start with you. Like, why is this so important that you've changed and devoted really your life's work now towards social justice causes and really this big vision that you can, in fact, impact using your voice and engaging others? What does that mean to you? Just give us your perspective. Yeah, as you mentioned earlier, uh, I did not grow up in this country, so I uh, grew up in a authoritarian re regime, which means that you know we don't really have the freedom to <laughs> to express our opinions and to vote and to elect our leaders and uh, to determine our future. And I really think what we have here in the United States uh, is very precious, and it cannot be taken for granted. Uh, I think democracy is something that you have to really fight to protect, and it's not going to be just given to you or taken for granted. So I, I'm just very concerned in the past few years that the, the trend that's going in this country is that uh, it has a lot of this, uh, you know, authoritarianism uh, tendency seems to be uh, catching up here. And I, I'm just very concerned that we are continue to go down this path. That, that's, not, that's not really going to be a good thing for, for the future of this country. So I'm just trying to do what I can to uh, to, to make sure that we won't actually, uh, you know, make sure that we, we, we won't uh, lose our democracy in, in the next few years. And, and Chuki, how did you meet Ning? Like, where, how did this relationship between the two of you start and what drew you in to per, the similar work, particularly with Blue Wave? I met Ning right after I moved from California to Colorado. There was a common friend that told me, well, hey, do you know Ning? And I was like, no. And she says she also moved from California to uh, Colorado about a few bef years before me. Um, so in a way, I could get a lot of tips from her. And we both worked at Google. So my friend assumed that we'll have some something common to talk about. So that, so that was, you know, an early connection. And at, of course, at that point in time, you know, when, when you met Ning's not focused, like you are Chuki on development and, you know, working on the things that you are working on, what drew you together in terms of common interest today? What happened was when Ning started uh, the Blue Wave Postcast Movement, she got in touch with me and asked me if I want to help with the technology side of things. And at that point, the 2016 election happened and 
a lot of people, including me, wanted to do something, but I have so little experience with politics that I didn't really know what to do. So that was perfect. It was something that I can use my skill in an area that I actually think I could make a big difference rather than trying to learn how to co-call people and ask for money and, and things that I just don't feel comfortable with. So it was a good opportunity. Great. And so Ning, when you met Yuki, like, you know, how did, how did you draw her in? Did you just say, come help work? Or how did you engage, you know, her passion for, um, for working on this blue, blue wave uh, postcard mo movement? I remember when I was uh, meeting Yuki the first time, I was, I was really impressed by her uh, technical expertise and her reputation in the Android community. And, and then she told me that uh, she would like to get involved with uh, activism. And I thought, wow, that's great. I can help. <laughs> I've been doing this for a little while. And uh, so when we started the Blue Wave Postcard Movement, uh, we really need people who have the technical skills uh, to help us uh, uh, on the back end of the operation. And Chuki was a perfect fit. And I so invited her. And she is now the, the director of technology uh, for Blue Wave Postcard Movement. And in, in addition, we have another former Google uh, woman uh, engineer actually uh, uh, also on board uh, helping out with the uh, technical work uh, in, for, for Blue Wave. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit more about Blue Wave? So Ning, you started this and I think it was 2020 and um, that was you know based on what you were just saying in terms of being concerned about sort of the state of democracy and moving towards um, more authoritarian than you're comfortable with. So like, what is it? Um, we know why you started it, but tell us a little bit about the organization and what you do. Right, so uh, 2022, I was uh, writing some postcards. Uh, that's not Blue Wave postcards, but other postcards with some friends. And we got into the habit of meeting up every Saturday, actually to write postcards together in a cafe. And that was very, that was very fun, you know, having other people to, uh, to work together on activism and making a difference and have this, have this uh, building up these uh, complications, building up these relationships with them. It was really a wonderful experience. So we just, uh, you know, slowly we realized that we can make more impact by creating our own postcard designs around our own campaigns and do our own, do our own uh, distribution. So that's what we ended up doing. So we, that's how we started the Blue Wave Postcard Movement. Because we have our, uh, we decide on which campaign to, to run on, and then we get our uh, targeting from uh, local organizations, and then we design our postcards, and then we do the distribution and everything. So it's been a very, uh, very, it's been a really good experience working with uh, all these women that uh, in Blue Wave Postcard Movement. Well, it doesn't sound like there's a lot of technology there. So, you know, writing postcards and sending them out and you've just sent millions of these postcards. So what's the technology behind the scenes now that you have all this Google brain power, you know, um, working working on Blue Wave, maybe two key, what, what is the programming? What is the technology that's really supporting this effort? Sure. Um, there's a lot of behind the scenes things that you don't realize when you are just buying a set of postcards from us and then writing it. So first of all, we need to run the website <laughs> so that you can order postcards and we can send you the postcards. And then once the orders come in, then we need to fulfill them. And that involves 
physical objects, right? Where there are postcards, there are the stamps, there are the envelopes, and there's inventory management, and there is also then we I need to generate shipping labels to print, right? So when you receive a package, you have probably seen the UPS label on it. For example, you probably don't think twice, how did that label come to be? Well, it's me behind the scene that is generating all those labels and then we need to figure out which volunteer is going to pack that and then distribute them for people to print it out. Um, and then we also do a lot of analysis to figure out where are the campaign going to, like who, who are writing the postcards and that, that help us with planning the next campaign, right? How many postcards can we print next time? How much capacity do we have? So there's a lot going on behind the scene. And then I've also seen Chuki that you've also developed a couple apps for, you know, getting better and easier to access election information. So was that also spawned from the work that you've been doing with Blue Wave? Well, that, that's something separate. That was something that I myself got frustrated with that it takes so long for the sample ballot or what your actual ballot to be available. And at that point, when you see all the different local level elections, you have no idea what is happening. And then the election is really close. So there was no time to do any research. So I was trying to see if there's a way that I could figure that out ahead of time for people. Um, so, so that was kind of my attempt in using technology to help with people who want to get more involved with politics, but a little is a little bit overwhelmed, uh, but I don't. I, I don't. I, I think it's it's, a, it's separate from what we were doing. Yeah. Uh, well, I think. I mean, the whole the whole area of I will just say po politics and awareness and awareness of sort of details within elections. It can be overwhelming and activism. You know, while it sounds like a very you know good thing to do, Ning, your vision is really to make an impact. So maybe, you know, if you could just speak to Blue Wave in terms of what have been some of the impacts, what are some of the wins um, that you've been able to accomplish with what is effectively the beginnings of a grassroots organization? So, uh, Mary, uh I just would like to uh, say a few words about the Blue Wave technology part of Blue Wave. We are actually very technology driven uh, because probably because of our background, I think. Uh, and we actually track, uh, you know, like how many postcards we send out and then who have sent them out. And we map them to, to, uh, to the, try to back them to the, to the outcome. So we try to track really the effectiveness of our campaign. And we also try to map like uh, where our activists are and we actually share that on our uh, website. So we know the distribution of our activists and distribution of our campaigns and you know how how many uh, postcards have been sent out for each campaign and uh information like that we have a lot of information on our website um so we try to you know be more data driven and in order to uh drive the effectiveness of our efforts um so i think uh, the impact that we can make is really uh it's, it's really what i'm focusing on is to turn out um voters in the key battleground states and that's what we've been doing since 2020. And then we actually just launched our uh, midterm campaign for 2022. And uh, in, in the campaign, we try to get uh, uh, Pennsylvania uh, voters to uh, request absentee ballots. So it's more likely for them to vote in, uh, mid in the midterm election. 
So the technology is really key in terms of driving the efforts for Blue Wave and having having an impact. What, but what does it take, Ning, just to be effective in activism? I mean, passion is one thing. Um, so in terms of the winning ingredients here, technology is obviously key to the work that you do in Blue Wave. But how do you engage others? And maybe I can, you know, just ask about maybe to both of you. I mean, Chuki, it's certainly um, studied and known that you know millennials and younger people have a desire to be more active and engaged in um, some of these movements, but what does it take to draw in others and, and specifically get above the noise of what are so many different things that people are worried about these days? How do they get drawn into Blue Wave? So we said that the postcard writing is like a, a gateway uh, to activism because uh, a lot of people are not uh, comfortable with locking doors or making phone calls, but you know, everybody is comfortable with uh, staying at home and write postcards and mail them out. So we actually got approached by activists saying that they would like to get engaged and they would like to get our postcards. And we get, you know, we get inquiries even before we launch our campaign. People asking, well, when are you going to launch your first campaign for Victor? <laughs> so, uh, so I think that's a good match for people who are just starting up, uh, starting up on activism and not comfortable with face-to-face uh, -face interaction or making phone calls. What are your thoughts, Chuki? Well, all of that, because <laughs> that's <laughs> totally me. Because uh, when I first wanted to get involved with doing more politically, I naturally thought of, oh, I will contact the local Democratic Party. And that's what they wanted me to do. They wanted me to knock on doors. They wanted me to call people. And I did, I did, but it was so hard. I every time have to pep talk myself. I'll drive and, you know, when I park and I want to knock on the door, I'm like, you can do this, you can do this. It's just people, they are not going to bite. But it's so hard. And, and that is me being really motivated and pushing myself. So I can see a lot of other people just think about it and then nah i don't want to do that whereas doing postcards is a lot more on your own terms i would say you could do it at the comfort of your house you don't necessarily in the end that's not a lot of confrontation but i think that's what people think about when they think about interacting with others and trying to convince them uh to to your position or whatever whatever the task is at hand um so for sure, I, I think that that's that's one way that the postcards really stand out, and we have we have data to back that up. I think Ning did a lot of research before deciding that this is the the channel that she wanted to use. I think that's right. I think people do feel that, you know, activism can be a confrontational type of um, activity, which, by the way, some of it is. I mean, let's, that's absolutely um, true, but that this is sort of, you know, for you, Chuki, feeding something that you uh, actively sought out, but in a way that met, you know, what was important to you, not confrontational and more technology focused. How did Ning, just as somebody who, you know, created this movement, is president of this organization, how did she play into sort of, you know, drawing you in and becoming active here? Well, beyond the point that I don't have to be confrontational, I also really like the fact that she really thought it through when I when I saw how the campaigns were run. So, for example, that, well, there are many elements, right? You think of sending postcard, but sending it to whom and telling them what, those are the main criteria. Uh, so she 
has a vast network of other political organizations that she work with, which I don't have. <laughs> so that's definitely something that I found very, very helpful to know that she has good partners. She has people that can help her, for example, for our current Pennsylvania campaign, right? If I were to figure out where to send postcards, I have no idea, but she had people on the ground that could find the local voters that would be persuasive, I guess that's the word. And then once we identify the target, then we also need to do the messaging, right? We need to say, what do we say to them? And again, that's something that I have absolutely no idea. I have such a strong engineering mind that I don't really know how to craft a message such that, such that it resonates with people who don't think like me. I think that's the biggest challenge for me getting involved politically. For the longest time, I didn't pay any attention to politics because it doesn't make any sense to me at all. The way the system doesn't work. <laughs> um, and I would try to analyze it, I'm like, but but the, the incentives are not lined up properly. So why would any elected official, for example, do things that is good for the people because their incentive is to get reelected. Um, so now I get more involved and indeed the system does not make any sense. It still doesn't make any sense, but at least I have some ropes that I can hold on to 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 figure out how to navigate it. Yeah, and being being a, a female engineer, and you said you're you know that just you know people don't necessarily think of you when they look at you as an engineer first. You know, being a woman, um, even though you've built this incredible brand for yourself, Chuki, is, is something about sort of this being a all women um, type of movement. Is that important to you? Is that was that part of the allure? That's an interesting question. I think. If, if it wasn't for all women, I would not just like back out and say, no, I don't want to do it. But the fact that it is actually does help a lot in terms of running the operation. I think the way that, well, at, at least the way that I was used to in a typical Silicon Valley male dominant organization is that you have to fight for your seat at the table. So I learned to interrupt a lot and i don't like it it's very rude i would like it to be an environment where everybody is respectful and we can each contribute and at blue wave that's the case i don't have to bust out my really aggressive side uh in order to have a say at the table and that's very refreshing and i really appreciate that and Ning, it was important to you, it's purposeful that Blue Wave is an all-female um, organization. Why was that? Why was that purposeful in terms of creating it for you? Um, it actually was not really intentional, but it just worked out that way, and which I think is actually great. Uh, just to share, uh, you know, the similar sentiment as Kyuki had just shared earlier, is that uh, in the technology world, when I was in uh, when I was at Google, I mainly worked with uh, male engineers, right? And uh, it was a very different kind of environment. I think it just it just felt a lot more uh, competitive. Uh, even like lunch conversation can get a little bit heated <laughs> for various reasons. So I really love the change that uh, you know working with the all female crew. Also, we also encourage. Uh, you know, postcard writers to come together as a group and write postcards together. So asking to form groups is, I think it's really great for community building. So it's actually a lot of, yeah, mostly women are writing postcards. Uh, I think at this point there are some men, which is great. 
but if we get together in like a cafeteria and then you know write postcards together and just chat and you know having having fun i think it's a really a different kind of experience that i have not really had uh before well you both are very passionate about the work that you're doing and obviously focused on having an impact with it and so i really appreciated this conversation as we close out today on inspiring women i'd love to just get your last closing thoughts and maybe you know for other people women who might be listening who want to get involved in activism in some way who haven't yet taken that step any last closing advice maybe chuki we can start with you I would say try to do it your way, because when I first started, I tried to do it, whatever the dominant way of doing things. And it was just, it was just like pulling teeth. Like I was have to push myself so hard and I wasn't really enjoying myself versus now that I am working with Blue Wave, I can contribute in a way that I felt placed to my strength. And that's much more rewarding. So there are many ways to be active. There are many ways to get politically involved. Uh, just try different things and not necessarily, oh, okay, the first thing you think of. And and, and I guess the, the short answer is brute force is not the solution. Uh, it, it's, it's better to, to make it so that it works for you. That's great. That's great. Ning, what are your thoughts? Well, uh... You know, we are really living at a very unusual time, I think with uh, climate change and with uh, democracy in crisis. So I understand that a lot of people are very uh, frustrated or maybe even depressed or even discouraged by what's happening. And they may feel like there's no way, they, there's nothing they can do that will be significant enough that can make a difference, right? But I, I just really would like to encourage people to uh, consider getting involved in uh, activism it could be postcard writing, it could be, you know, door locking, it could be just getting together with your friends and talk about what you can do together. And and don't delay it, just start today, you know, start today. And uh, it, I, I just think if you can turn the, uh, you know, frustration into activism, that is really the only, really the only way to get out of it. Um, so if you're interested, if we are really uh, inviting you guys to check us out. And that's uh, our website is uh, bluewavepostcards.org. And we just have finished our first midterm campaign that we're going to launch another one very soon and which one which will be targeting uh, michigan uh, uh voters and get them out to, to vote well i really appreciate both the energy and the commitment as well as the call to action this has been an excellent inspiring women conversation i've been speaking with ning mossberger tang and chuki chen and ning and chuki thank you so much thank you laurie thank you for having us this has been an episode of Inspiring Women with Lori McGraw. Please subscribe, rate, and review. We are produced by Kate Cruz at Executive Podcast Solutions. More episodes can be found on inspiringwomen.show. I am Lori McGraw, and thank you for listening.